0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, October the 28th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, Holy Writ, which means writing, or utterance, having questionable authority. Holy writ. Hope everyone is enjoying that Thursday or will enjoy that Thursday. End of the work week is almost here. And coincidentally, sadly, my vacation's up. Gotta return to work today. Uh, well, I'm refreshed. I'm refreshed. I'm trying to keep a positive outlook and uh, stay upbeat. But I'll continue to pray. Keep moving forward. Just will. All right. looks like uh man, (laughs) uh, the LA Lakers, their troubles continue that super team looks like this. Uh, wow. Quite possibly we could be imploding. That is unless, uh, LeBron James gets back. Uh, he's out with an ankle injury, Um, and last night, Oh my last night, The L.A. Lakers had like a 20 semi point lead over the Oakland Thunder and blew it, only to lose by eight points. 123 uh, to 115 was the final score. And also, uh, Russell Westbrook got booted from the game. Let his emotions get the best of him. I got to say, that's the most uh, fired up I've seen him since he came to L.A., uh, that was one of the things many of the commentators, and, and hey, I, even I had to admit, he was playing so um, relaxed. It was almost as, as though he, he wasn't playing his game. Well, until last night, I guess, until he pulled around and got kicked out of the game. Yeah, the L.A. Lakers are, are, are struggling right now, folks. That super team, man. Um, LeBron, Davis, Westbrook, uh, was the Dwight Howard. And a host of others. Um uh, they aren't looking so tough. I guess all that talent means nothing when you can't pull it together and work as a team. Duh. How surprising is that? Okay, how much talent you got? If you if you guys can't work together and 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 pull out the wins, you're gonna
1: <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of
0: L's and get booted from the game. Because you can't control your emotions. Just just crazy. That that was wild. And also, surprisingly, this year, the New York Knicks. I know a lot of people say, well, they really haven't played anybody. Um, The other night, what was that, uh, Tuesday night, when they played uh, the the Philadelphia 76ers, who coincidentally Philadelphia has owned that that series, I I believe they said, for the past four years. Uh, New York Knicks showed out. They got some new young talent and and a little bit of old-school veterans. Uh, I don't want to say they're going to a a, a playoff run, or maybe they will. Who knows if they can keep the record up, keep the wins up. But they look pretty good. I got to say, I got to admit, they just did. So, hey, that that may be the team coming out of the East to watch out for. Haven't seen them around uh, as contenders in, in, man, years. It's been a while. May may even been ten years, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, uh, we'll see what happens with them, and certainly we'll see what happened with the Lakers. Uh, I'm a Lakers fan, by the way. I, I've always been a Lakers fans fan. Uh, just here recently, I, I just didn't like the the chemistry of the team, and I think it's showing now. I, I just think there's a way. it's not that there's too many superstars. It's it's too many egos that don't know their position. Everybody plays a position in team sports. And when that position or that role isn't played or isn't met, it shows because you start losing, which is what is happening now with the LA Lakers. Many might say, well, there's only two or three games. Uh, they, that could be two or three games that can keep you out of the playoffs. Just that simple. Just is. All right. Let's go get it. Now, the the... Kind of a strange story, but not too strange. But it just echoes and shows um I guess uh how we when we put these policies and procedures in place, they affect more than what we just think, what is just out front in front of us. Because um the North Carolina pension funds totals 121.44 billion. And it benefits more than 900,000 retired teachers, firefighters, police officers, state and local government employees and other public workers also. However, there's a conservative nonprofit group called the National Legal and Policy Center that has written the state's treasurer who uh, oversees these state pension funds. And they're asking. Their gripe is for the uh, immediate divestiture of the Unilever, Unilever holdings. Now, this is a this is also the the parent company of the well-known and consumed and used products like uh, your Ben and Jerry's, your Briars, your Lipton tea, your Hellman's mayo, your Dove soap, your X spray and body wash and your surf and per detergents. Now, all of this, if you're wondering why this, this conservative group is uh, asking for the, for North Carolina to do, to diverse, uh, it's, it's holdings or pensions running away from this group is all due to the statement that was issued by this, uh, UK based consumer goods company, Unilever. know, excuse me. Um, uh, issued a statement back in July saying that selling its ice cream, Ben and Jerry's, and the occupied territories of the West Bank, East Jerusalem, the Gaza Strip, and Golan Heights was inconsistent with, and I quote, inconsistent with our values. Now, the company continued on to say that it had notified its licensees in the area that at the end of 2022, their license was, wasn't going to be renewed. To sell their products in these in these uh, territories of the West Bank, East Jerusalem, the Gaza Strip, and the Golan Heights, you see where I'm going with this? So Unilever, level, I'm sorry, is uh, they're boycotting the, the occupation by Israel in these uh, wait territories. And also, and what 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 coincides with this, with well, like I said at the beginning, goes to show you the policies and laws that we put in place. we think thinking it's, it's affecting one thing, but it can affect so much more as it relates to this pension fund. Because, like I said, this conservative group is asking for the for North Carolina, uh, uh, the North Carolina treasurer to uh, divest from the from from this this company, and that, that's where uh, I guess a great great chunk or enough of uh, the pension fund lies. Now, in 2017, North Carolina passed a law that prohibits any state investment in or contracts with companies that boycott Israel. There you go. That's why they're asking for the pull-out. Unilevel has said uh we, we want out. We're not we're not gonna allow Israel to uh occupy these territories. For whatever reason, however you want to say it, but they're saying we're not we're not going to allow it, and and we're out of there. Now, the best I can regulate. There goes part of the pension anyway. I'm not sure how the article didn't say how much of that pension would 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 uh, how it would hurt, or um, I guess I'm not sure how it would affect the pension because they said once. Uh, once the company pulls out and they there are going, they may divest diverse, um they don't know what 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 really is gonna happen. But certainly something to think about. I mean, who thought of I, I I honestly could tell you, I never fathomed the notion that this was going on. Goes to show you you, you really need to dig a little deeper. Into things, because if they're going to uh, allow this portion of the, the pension fund to be done away with, how much funds are we losing? Are they going to put those funds somewhere else? Is there some other company or companies readily available that they can think to put the money in so there won't be a loss or that great of law, greater loss? Just something to certainly ponder. It just is. I mean, if you're saying that this pension fund um, helps over 900,000 retired uh, state and local government employees and it has, what did they say, uh, 12.4 4 billion in the fund already. How much is being taken out of the fund now that the at the end of 2022 when they decide to uh, cancel that license to sell that Ben and Jerry's? along that, uh, that that gaza strip or whatever and all those other territories how much of that money are, are we going to lose here how much of the money is going to be actually lost and how is that going to affect the um the pension fund and those retired employees you know north carolina also has a bit of a battle and bruhaha with those state uh the state medical insurance programs they want to raise the uh they want to raise the rates the premiums and, and the retirees are saying, wait a minute, hold up. Uh, we don't really get that much. How can you raise the premium when you based all of this at the time we were hired that we weren't going to have to pay any premiums? So North Carolina has a fight right there. Is that? Is this the time for them to be uh, pulling out or, or deciding to take a, a moral high ground and stop funds for possibly coming in at this time? They got a fight on two fronts, look it like, looks like. And this second one here, this pension fund is coming up fast and in a hurry. Just something to think about. I mean, it just is. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know. Like I said, I think North Carolina has a uh, that that this uh, uh, the pension fund and, and with this insurance brouhaha, I think they have more than enough on their plate. I have to you know because that pension fund that uh I'm sorry that insurance state funded insurance where they want to raise the premiums for those retirees that will that's a big fight and that's been going on for years better part of a decade and now you have this dip tripping uh, dipping into that pension fund taking some funds away just how what how are they going to work this one out who knows? and and coincidentally what they're saying also a lot of other states are are just may follow suit along with North Carolina state treasurer um the the best response he could give was that at the end when like i said when they do cancel that license they're going to look and see how much the pension fund is affected and see if and where they can invest invest some more funds yeah, you got you might want to get on that real quick. Cuz the way this economy's going now, you're going to have to find something for those uh retirees. Because I could guarantee you they're looking like uh if they're paying attention, they're looking like, "Okay, what in the entire world?" You know, just like the argument was with the insurance program, they said they were hired under the the premise that they wouldn't have to pay or wouldn't, when they first started, when they were hired, they wouldn't have to pay any premiums. Then after a while, they came to, they would have to pay a certain amount of premiums. Now they're trying to raise the premiums more and do away with altogether the, the mindset or the thought that they wouldn't have to pay any. And then you have this tapping into that pension. A lot of retirees, whether it's Israel or, or or protecting the, the Palestinians are, are, are not. A lot of these uh retirees aren't too happy with that. I can tell you that. I guarantee you that right there. Cause now you're digging into their pockets even deeper. They retired. They put in the work, they grind. That, that's just, they just did. All right. Let's move along here. Let's keep it moving. Excuse me. All right. Looks like former Granville County Sheriff Brendel Wilkins finds himself in the hot seat. Now, if you guys remember this, I I spoke about that, this uh, Granville County Sheriff here in in North Carolina. Um, Granville County is about... I I don't even want to say, depends on which road or route you take. Uh, It may not even be a good, I don't even think it's 30 minutes outside of Durham. Probably less. Probably 20, 25 at the most, maybe 30. Depends on which part of Granville County you're going to, to be honest with you. But um, he was ousted. If you guys remember, I, I told you about him back here earlier this year. Uh, back in January or February, actually, he was ousted from the position for allegedly trying to kill a deputy who he believed was going to dime him out for a statement or statements he had made that may have been viewed as racially insensitive. And he was flat out putting a hit out on him. I believe they they released the uh, recording and, and he said the only way to stop him was to kill him. He was looking for somebody. A hitman, I guess. Hmm. Okay, now it appears he has been indicted. On charges of falsifying law enforcement training records, all of this came out on Wednesday. Now, the grand jury discovered he had fudged documents to keep his law enforcement certification from the state. Now, the 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 sheriff education and training standards program from the state. That they're also alleging that he knowingly submitted false and misleading info between two thousand twelve to two thousand eighteen. So the better part of six years, he was fudging his own documentations for um, (laughs) for something that doesn't seem like a big deal, but apparently it is. Of course, it's a big deal. He was fudging also his uh, annual mandated training and firearms qualification requirements. Now he and two other deputies were also named in the indictment for, uh, there was one training coordinator and firearms instructor. There was also uh, another deputy that participated in the falsification of the records. Now, like I said, the sheriff has, has been off the job since 2019. And in, (laughs) in, And man, it, it, the plot thickens with this guy. And in June of this year, a grand jury indicted him also on charges charges of failing to discharge discharge his duties. That sheriff's office drug unit and also improper and approval of gun permits. Wow. That drug unit is that's what spurred the investigation, to be honest with you. The drug unit, apparently, they were mishandling money. They couldn't tell you how much was going in, how much was coming out, where the money was going, what they were using it for. That drug unit. that be, that That's probably going to do a man because there, there's money flat out, to be honest with you, missing. They can't find it. There's no accountability. There's no record keeping. The money's gone. Where's the money? That's what's going to do him in right there, that drug unit. Now, <laughs> which, like I said, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. What in the world? Now, the current sheriff that was serving after the, the former sheriff was uh, booted out, he's been in since January uh, 2020, he has resigned. He resigned Wednesday. Matter of fact, when all this news came out Wednesday about the new indictment, the, the new indictments or whatever by the grand jury, jury, the current sheriff that was appointed resigned. Now, <laughs> now I quote here. He says, due to the personal reason, well, due to personal reasons beyond my control and newly discovered information. Brought to my attention concerning the ongoing investigation, I feel that it is in my best interest and the betterment of Granville County Sheriff's Office that I inform you of my resignation. Now, I, I got to say, I find that very interesting and eye-opening. Now, here's another twist as if there's not enough twist in this story already. All of this, these grand jury indictments, these this investigation is all being handled by the Wake County District Attorney's Office. Wake County, uh, the Granville County District Attorney went to Wake County District Attorney's Office and asked them if they could head the investigation because due to a conflict of interest, of course, Granville County is a small community, small town. So everybody knows everybody. They developed the friendship or, or, or friendships or close bonds. So the, the DA in Granville County went to Wake County, and uh, DA, Wake County's DA, and said, hey, could you take over this investigation? With the SBI backing them up also. Now, here's my question. How, pray tell, is Wake County district attorney's office, involved in this investigation of the Granville County Sheriff's Department. Sheriff's de- uh, a sheriff's department that has, uh, of course, come under fire, and they've now discovered that they were falsifying documents for training and firearms, uh, firearm uh, qualifications also. The sheriff was trying to put a hit out on somebody, uh, another sheriff's deputy that he felt was going to rat him out or dime him out because he had made some racially insensitive statements and also and also hold up and also a drug unit that can't account for its money now if you're saying to yourself what what difference does that make because wake county district attorney's office or the police department and i'm not sure if you guys remember i told you a story about a confidential informant back earlier this year that they found out to be lying. You may not remember the old tale of aspirins. The confidential top-notch informant that they found and discovered was selling actually or lying to the police officers that he was selling heroin, but turns out he was just selling brown sugar and he got a lot of innocent people caught up All of this was done in Wake County by the police department. How can you have this DA, this DA's office investigating or trying to pass judgment on Granville County that essentially, well, I'm not saying they did did the same thing, but hell, they can't account for their money. That's dirty on top of dirty investigating dirty. How does that work? We all know how that's going to turn out. Why isn't the SBI taking over both investigations? I don't find any, any credibility with either of these district attorney's office as a taxpayer. That's dirt on top of dirt, trying to clean dirt. Doesn't work. So if, if, if these DA offices can't do their job, why is, it the, why is the SBI sitting second chair? Shouldn't they be first chair? There's a huge conflict of interest on both sides. Like I said, Wake County DA, there's no way in the world you can convince me that they can head an investigation that will come to fruition with some positivity. They're called in, the, they're in the crossfires also. Like I said, that guy aspirins. If you don't remember the story of aspirins, aspirin was the confidential informant when they first arrested aspirins. This is how he got his nickname aspirins. He got his nickname aspirins because he was crushing up aspirins and selling it as cocaine. So somehow, someway, the arresting officer in charge decided to use him as a confidential informant to tell to the point that he was going to buy drugs, heroin. Apparently, Wake Raleigh was having a heroin problem like a lot of towns and cities throughout this great country of ours. So, the brainchild of a head detective used aspirin as a confidential informant. So, when they, the fool, the fool, when he would go to make the deal, he would obscure the camera, he would muffle or put his hand over the microphone. All to which, so you couldn't tell what he was saying. And if you were looking at the camera, you couldn't tell what he was doing or what he, if he was receiving actually, or if he was just out there fooling around. Turns out he was out there fooling around because when uh, the field test was done on one, one occasion by another officer, the officer discovered, hey, this is not heroin. I don't know what it is, but it's not. So when they sent it to the state lab, state lab came back and said, hey, this is brown sugar. So again, I ask you, in good conscience, as a a human being with common sense and logic, how can you let Wake County investigate another law enforcement department for mishandling drug money? How? I know that's the state's capital, but state's capital or no state's capital. There's no way in the world they should be anywhere near an investigation of this magnitude. You need to get the SBI involved or is the SBI uh, too busy? They decided to take a second seat. A lot of questions, a lot of information is coming out. Man, Granville County. Wow. Little small town. Who's going to notice? Still no word on this uh, this drug unit and its investigation with that. All they're finding is uh, uh, that, that you know, of course, he falsified some documents, hadn't received his uh, firearms, state-mandated firearms tra- training in six years. Whoop-de-doo. What else were you guys doing? I mean, we've already discovered about uh, Raleigh and its uh, undercover drug enforcement program. Wh- what else were you guys doing in Granville County? Certainly had a lot going on, I would think. Man, just wow! But this is uh, this goes to the argument that that we hear all the time about police and and, and how there needs to be more oversight. Uh, and I say I don't think they need a, a, another oversight to, to second guess and question what they're doing. But then you see and hear foolishness like this, and you got to say to yourself, "Well, damn, maybe, just maybe, they do." Here we have two, well, one county and one city law enforcement agency. Locally, we don't have to go to the big cities. Locally, that are doing what the hell they want to do. Business as usual, till somehow, some way they get caught up. And, and of course, you know the thing with aspirins was somehow, some way this guy put a lot of people in jail. And, and those people uh their families got together went to one of those uh th- those nonprofits or organizations that 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 dig in deeper with police and and how they sentence or treat people and all of that came to the light and then hell in granville county um <laughs> the the sheriff's is on the phone or somebody's recording him he's trying to put a a damn hit out on a fellow office a fellow sheriff business as usual, do what they want to. No oversight. Who's going to look at them till something happens till someone drops the dime on them. (laughs) But yeah, that story of aspirins, that was, (laughs) that was hilarious to me. That was, that, that was like a Hollywood uh, movie or, or or, or some special episode of law and order. There's no way in the world if someone had told me that that had happened I would have said, man, y'all are crazy. What movie did you watch? But yeah, we have two uh, two law enforcement agencies here in North Carolina that are in the hot seat. Rightfully so, they should be. A whole lot of foolishness going on. And for the sheriff in Granville County, aside from all of the things that you did with falsifying the documentations and, and the drug money that's unaccounted for because they don't know how much went in, how much came out, or or where or whom it went to, For you to put a hit out on your own deputy because you felt he was getting ready to dime you out because of some cruel, insensitive racial statements you made shows panic mode to me. Shows you knew what was coming down the pipe. You knew that you were in the hot seat. You knew all too well Uh, I I, I hope this sends a signal to a lot of these uh, law enforcement that the old way of doing business is done away with. You're being watched. You're under the microscope. You just are. You just are. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, this is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Thank you for listening. Amen.